Are you tired of people always telling you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear? Me too. Are you ready to actually do something about it? Hi, I'm Lauren Lahav, and for the past 30 plus years, I've been blessed to speak and to impact thousands of people around the world. I've shared the stage with the world's top thought leaders, including Barbara Walters, Tony Robbins, Barbara Corcoran, and Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm also a personal development, lifestyle, and business coach, event producer, and entrepreneur with businesses in over 25 countries. I'm a wife and a proud mama to three and a bonus mom to one. Trust me when I tell you, it took me many years of buying into my old story of I'm not enough and lots of grit to finally let go of the BS. So I understand firsthand what it means and what it took. They don't call it the school of hard knocks for nothing. This podcast is my way of breaking down the BS filters of what we say, what we do, and how we interact with others. I will be sharing what worked for me, yet more importantly, what didn't work for me. This is a no fluff podcast where we will address real life issues, real issues that seem to surface when you least expect it, relationship conflict and breakdowns, and real solutions. I will share from my life experiences and those of other everyday heroes, as well as the world's top experts are all here to help you grow through the process of letting go and finally expressing your true voice, who you are and what you stand for. In a world of political correctness and living our lives on social media, it's hard to know what is real. And are you taking in so much information, but not applying what you've learned? In my life, I always look to the people who understand what I'm going through and are willing to get honest and forthcoming with me to help me grow through these challenges. Trust me, I've had them all, and I'm going to take the time to be as real as possible and get to solutions. I've had financial issues, parenting issues, marriage issues, emotional issues. You know, the list goes on. I've learned from my challenges, I've grown from them and continue to learn from them. I see them now as opportunities. With this podcast, we're gonna tune up our lives. I'll be your cup of espresso to get you through whatever you're going through in your life that's holding you back, to give you that confidence and trust of knowing someone is there to help and guide you, yet you have to do the work. So strap in, hang on tight, and let's get real. I am very, very excited today, Lauren, (laughs) because seriously, I mean, I have always admired you. And once again, I remember when we first met at that Bob Proctor event, and I I remember your booth. How crazy is that? So let me just give everybody a little background about you. You are, Laura Langemeyer is one of today's most visible and innovative money experts, and she accelerates the conversation about money. That needs to happen, right? What do they say? The two things that people don't talk about before they get married, money and sex, right? And so she's going to talk with us about not just surviving through tough economic climates, but how to succeed. And it's funny, I was just talking to Thomas. He goes, he was talking about one of your projects went on here and one of your projects went on here. And I love what he said. He goes, when there is money to be made, Laurel is there. And she is a... (laughs) I love that. I had to write that down. And so um, Laurel is a money expert, a sought after speaker, uh, an amazing entrepreneur, 
uh, thought leader, a best-selling author of five books, and she is on a relentless mission to change the conversation about money and empowering people around the world to become millionaires. So welcome. Thank you for taking the time. I know that you've got an event going on and you've got investors coming in and people just who are hungry to to spend their time with you. So thank you for being with our listeners today. I mean, you're known as the Millionaire Maker. How did you get that name? Um, I well, it's what I do. So that's what I say now. How did I get the name really, Lauren? So, uh, and it's so good to like see you. I mean, we, we have to like go back to the Bob Proctor days and all the masterminds and all the stuff we, you know, we used yep. to do. So, um, and so my trajectory for those that are kind of listening, I grew up on a farm in Nebraska, so, you know, didn't have any of this conversation and uh, was actually in the health industry. I have a master's in exercise physiology, uh, bachelor's in finance. So, but I didn't want to get a job and fitness was my thing. So I had a huge contract with Chevron, built 272 fitness centers on offshore oil rigs and uh, made an enormous amount of cash doing that. Then um, in 1996, Bob introduced me to Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter, and Sharon is like my financial mom. So I did the cash flow. I was a master distributor of the cash flow game for like 96 to 2000. And then fast forward, I started my company, Live Out Loud. We now call it Integrated Wealth, uh, just because it makes more sense what we do. Anyway, so fast forward to 2005, I launched a book with Jay Conrad Levinson called Gorilla Wealth. And then McGraw-Hill picked me up within weeks and literally said, we need you to write, opposite of Susie Arm, and we need you to write what rich people do. So it really wasn't called, they, it was a three-book contract, um, How to Make Millionaires, like I don't even remember the title, and then How to Make Seven Figures is my cash machine book, and then How to Invest Off Wall Street and Alternatives, which is all that stuff I was doing. So I became a millionaire in 1999 in real estate and gas and oil. So here we are, 2005, and they're like, we want a book contract. It was a big one, three books, uh, three years. So um, it was literally, Lauren, the day before we went to print, we did a huge focus group with uh, Barnes & Noble readers, and they came up with the name. A focus group came up with the Millionaire Maker book, and I said, I'll take it. Man, that is awesome. So that's been my title ever since. So I got it from a book contract. Is really, um, But now, years later, decades later. Um, it's what we do. We make millionaires. So we help people make money. We help them keep it. We're known for like amazing tax strategies, uh, legacy planning. Um, so I've surrounded myself with a huge experts of financial experts and we jam. Um, we have lots of projects. Uh, last year during COVID, um, for a Ford dealership outside of Dallas was falling down and a client of mine, I coached him. We went out and bought it. So I had a lot of alternatives. That's crazy. Well, I, I just want to say, I, I think we're the same age. We're, you're mid-50s. Are you mid-50s? I'm just going to bring that up for a second. 50, 55. Yeah. 55. Me too. Double nickels, right? So we're double nickels right now. <laughs> I want to talk about that because, you know, I think that there's a psychology of wealth that we all need to understand and, and help us if we have some disempowering beliefs about money and some empowering beliefs about money because when you said it was 1990, what, 1997 that you became a millionaire? 90, Is that 99. 1999. Well, I know when I was 99. Well, I was, got, I was pregnant with my son, Logan, and um, I was going to be a mom and his biological father's not going to be a dad. And so I said, well, I'm going to be a single mom. And so, you know, that's when I got really serious. And within six months of getting serious, like at the auto shit moment, 
uh, I became a millionaire. Like I had a huge database. Um, I'd been, you know, selling the cash flow game, but I was also working with Keith Cunningham and Brian Tracy and like all the guys. Yeah. Um, a lot of those things, you know, because Bob's introductions. But I was selling everybody's stuff because I didn't have stuff to sell. Like when I met you, I was selling those water filter. I still have some. Those water filter. Global Health Choices was my first company name, and I was doing all this health stuff. But I really, I'm, you know. When I had the opportunity to master distributor of that, you know, cash flow game and just be in the industry that I really wanted to be in and just, you know, kind of learn alongside of Sharon and Robert, I did it. And then in 99, when I got pregnant with Logan, it's like, oh, that's another oh shit moment. Yep. And um, I, you know, I just said, it's it's a go time. And so literally, I was a millionaire in six months. I love that. Of what you just said, you know, it's when you decided, you made a real decision, you know, six I had months. a very real decision. You, you made a real decision and also just looking, you know, just listening to all the people that you surrounded yourself with, right? Tony always, Tony Robbins always says, yep. surround yourself with is who you become. And I know you have so many opportunities for people to plug in and surround themselves with you. So what would you say when people are ready to get serious, when you're like, when you say, that's it, you know, like stop telling the story of why you can't be a millionaire. What would you say to people, the top three things to do? Uh, well, get to that. I teach this concept. Um, I called it. I call it decided or deciding, and I think most people live in a deciding state of life. They're always deciding. They're always thinking about it. They never have time, and they don't realize that those excuses are killing them. Yeah. But you know, most people, like my ideal client, you know, we've had we just had a marketing meeting, and I said, you know, my ideal client is comfortable. You know, they're, they're, com they're comfortable, and I, then that word should be disgusting to people. I yeah. mean, they're not in a lot of pain. They're usually, you know, a higher income earner, um, you know, anywhere. I just say anywhere. They're making 60, 70. I have a lot of engineers making a couple hundred thousand. I have the lead component engineer of Tesla as a client of making over half a million dollars. So I have a lot of employees that want a better tax strategy. They need legacy work for their family. They have no idea. Their life insurance sucks. You know, they get whatever company insurance. They want, and they don't want just company stock. They want to invest in real estate. They they want this Ford dealership that I, you know, that we found and I'm a, an owner of too. Um, but, you know, for, anyway, so my ideal client isn't like suffering in pain is the desperate I need to make money person. Right. It's the... I need to, so I kind of scare the hell out of them with like, do you know what happens if you die? Like, and I have this program called a man is not a plan because a lot of the men are driving the revenue and the woman doesn't know anything about it. The family doesn't know anything about it. And something happens to them. You know, a man is not a plan is that moment where the widow's loaded up with life insurance and now has no clue what to do. So yeah. I got a range yeah. of variety of clients. So as far as go time, it's go time now. I mean, who's taught real money? Like where the kind of the niche I've carved out and I, I've taught for Tony on his, uh, his wealth mastery stage, right? Before, right, right around the same time Keith took it. I was actually doing right. platinum programs and, you know, I, yeah, I was doing the money stuff. I was kind of behind the scenes. Um, but no one teaches money like at all. Like we deal with financial transactions, just getting up and walking around. You're dealing with, you have made consciously or unconsciously. 10 to 20 financial decisions. You're paying your rent and mortgage. Did you actually decide how that's going to go? Did you actually decide what company that's going to be held in? Did you decide how, you know, from your phone, are you paying for it? Your company paying for it? Your, you know, Wi-Fi, like all these decisions, your food, like 
everything you touch has a money, you know, decision attached to it. And most people are unconscious. So, you know, my goal is to wake people up. I do have a very kind of beginner program. It's called the marketplace. Like right now I've got that going on. A whole bunch of people are making money together, like an economy online. Um, so I get people started making money, but yep. um, that go time, uh, it's just, it's a decision, you know, and it's, it's being decided that I'm not living this way anymore. I'm going to have this different life. And, I don't know how I'm going to get it, but it's being done. Like, I didn't know how the hell I was going to become a millionaire. I just knew I was going to not be, you know, I, I wasn't going to go through this parenting and not having the money to figure out how to hire a full-time nanny, have somebody live with me. Like, I, I'm a single mom. So, you know, that's probably the other part of my success stories. I did all this as a single mom. Yeah. And I think that part is when you just, when you said it's bigger than you and when it becomes bigger than you. You know, you have, I always say that I want my kids to look at me and go, that's my mom. She didn't make excuses. She decided how it was going to be. Right. Well, yeah. And then like my son, Logan, he, um, now super proud of him. So my kids were millionaires on paper before 10. So I have another book coming out this fall, which I'd love to, you know, rally when we get close to it. McGraw Hill, it'd be the fourth book of my millionaire maker series. I was going to self publish it. And then I thought, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm not excited. Well, I am. There's a lot of reasons. We're on a podcast. I'm excited. It's going to be the fourth of our uh, millionaire maker book on how to make your kids millionaires. But that book's launching. And, you know, so I'm really having my kids contribute to what I taught them. Right. And my son plays for Georgia Southern. He's a starting center. Wow. Genius, genius kid. And um, I'm going to a spring ball game in April and I'm going to teach the basic. I'm going to teach basic training for financial fitness is what I'm calling it. I'm, and uh, I'm going to teach it to the football team required on time because like those kids going to the league, they have no idea what, yeah. what how financially to get to the league. And then all of a sudden they're doused with money. So I don't care who it is, Lauren, I want to teach people the proper way to think about money, corporate structure, um, this taxation that's about to hit us uh, and coming very soon. Uh, we have my, my accounting teams have every strategy on how to walk around it legally. Um, but, you know, I think the unfortunate part about money is usually people have to, the family to wake up and say, yes, like it's go time is um, they usually have to ha get hit. They have a, a big family health issue. Somebody dies. They have a traumatic, you know, injury. Like you you and I both been divorced. Mine's about 11 years as well. That was fun, very expensive. So usually it's a, it's a traumatic incident, unfortunately, for somebody to finally wake up and say, shit, I need to organize myself with my money. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yep. I love, well, you know, I, I'll tell you something funny. I remember seeing the pattern that I was running when I was playing the cash flow game. Um, yeah. And I was like, I was the knickknack girl and, um, and I've <laughs> seen the whole <laughs> knickknack thing. And, and my mom, it was very interesting because my mom was very sick a couple of years ago and they actually told my mom she wasn't going to survive. And I remember being at her apartment and she said all this stuff, how can I have all of this stuff and I should have just invested so that you all don't have to deal with this and that you could be, you know, you, it could have been helping you all to be financially fit. And that was a huge moment for me, you know, to, to just say, okay, now it's time to really excel my go time with my kids, you know? Um, so I have a question. So what, what are, what are some of the um, seven steps for creating more wealth every day? I love the example that you shared about every time we're making financial decisions. I was actually just thinking about, it. I'm looking around, I'm like, you're right. I was thinking about there's 24 decisions as you were sharing. I was like, okay, pay for that, pay for that, 
the cost of this, they, everything. I was like, I wonder if she's right about that 20. But yeah, I was at 24. I'm sure I could have come up with more. But what are some yeah. what are the seven steps to creating more wealth every day? So it's, um, well, I'm going to actually add eight because um, I want to give everybody, they're actually, um, I have a whole gift basket for all your listeners and they're going to get my Millionaire Maker book. And in the first few chapters, it's the eight questions for eight minutes uh, to a, a money makeover. And I do uh, a lot of money makeovers. I'm actually out on Clubhouse, that new thing, and I'm doing money makeovers for people on, uh, if they join my Millionaire Maker Clubhouse. Um, but inside there, so in, in you know, I, I have this term called sequencing because the one thing that people don't want to do when they're dealing with their money, which is nece- it's a necessity, but it does not have to be the first thing, is you do have to get organized. you got to figure out what the hell's coming in and out, right? Like, how much am I making and how am I making? I think that's a huge distinction I teach. Like, are you an employee, which is the worst kind of money you could make, by the way, which that doesn't mean go quit your job, but it is highly, highly taxed and you have no control over that. What you do have control over is being an entrepreneur. So I teach every one of my clients, I don't care who you are, like even the Tesla guy, we're building, um, you know, an engineering podcast. I said, there's a whole bunch of people who will follow you. You're the third leading guy in the world. So we're building a podcast so we can become a consultant. So he has his own company because with a company, you get a write off your phone, your computer, your home office, like your car, like you don't have any reasons to write anything off if you're just as stuck as an employee. So figure out your baseline is one of my first steps. And it's, well, what I really do for Lauren is I put them in this marketplace, right? I put them in marketplace and I teach them how to make money. That's what that's because when they have money or they're feeling like they can make it, then they have more confidence. Then they'll stop and do these eight things, which is get organized. Like, where are you? I can't help you if I don't know what you're making, how you're making it. Is it, you know, is it interest income? Is it from a stock portfolio? Is it rental income? Is it Airbnb income? Like incomes don't all like all, all that income is not the same quality of money. So where are you? What do you make? What do you spend? What do you have? What do you owe? Um, so where are you? What do you want? What do you? What's your real goal? And then I usually double or triple it because they think too small. And then, um, uh, and then we have to look at their debt. So I am not a fan of getting out of debt. If you want to get rich, you will have good debt, a lot of good debt. I mean, when we bought that Ford dealership, we went into half a million dollars of debt of other people's money. Did I have a half million? You know. Did the guy who my partner have half million? Yeah, we could have bought it with our own money, but why? Why 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 do that when you can use other people's money? So I teach people debt very, very, very strategically. But we do have to kind of figure out the mess they made. We gotta look at their credit. Um and then um I actually don't have my book in front of me. So uh where you are, where you're going, um, your debt, that whole credit structure. Uh, just your, your, also your part of the where you're going, Lauren. There's a huge psychology in that. So I do have a piece just on what I call conditioning. You know, like what do we have to deal with with your sabotage behavior? I do need to know that because it's it's shocking. Like usually, like a husband wife team or a partner team, they necessarily they don't, they don't necessarily get along, and because they, they haven't talked about it. Like you said, you know, I remember Bob saying there was three things. Uh, you said two things: money and sex. I'd say money, sex, and God. You know, nobody talks about uh, any of those things. Um, but you like, I need to know what, what's coming, like, what's your conditioning around all this. And then what I really want to know, then I go to money rules. Like, what do you want your portfolio? And I have them design a false portfolio. Like if you had a million dollars, where would you invest it? And, you know, most people come back and they say the stock market and real estate, because that's kind of what's out there. Well, now people can add digital currency, but again, they don't know what they're doing. Most people don't. 
Um, and I'll say, well, what about a Ford dealership? Like one of the assets I own, which, you know, I can't wait to come to Vegas and like we're going to hang out, is uh, I own the Black Hole. I'm one of seven owners of the Black Hole, the Raider Nation. Wow. So, uh, oh. the football, the, the Raider football team that just moved to Vegas. Um, I acquired that on a bad CBD deal. <laughs> And uh, I said, we can either go to court and fight like hell or what else do you have that you're not interested in that would interest me? And it was the black hole. So I acquired um, uh, a fair amount. In fact, I'm one of the I'm one of the because I keep buying more shares because I, I, I think it's it's a gold mine. We make money on memberships for the Raiders, on sponsorships, on merchandise, on parties at the Westgate Hotel. I mean, we we're having fun anyway. So people say, well, how do you how, you know, I said, don't you want anything else? And that opens them up, right? That's just different. And then right now with COVID, I say, you know, go drive around and come up with five companies that if you had the money and the know-how, you would like to buy that are going down in your town. Is it the auto body shop? Is it your hair salon? Is it a nail salon? Is it a restaurant? So I really have people do very tactical activities to say, like, you know, I need a bigger life. So so funny that you say that because I've actually looked in, there's a couple places that are going down and I'm like, I, I need to figure out how to get that business. So can you talk a little bit about other people's money? Because I mean, I know for, and a little bit about that and how you go about, you know, getting other people to work with you on deals that you want to do. I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So um, I use what's called convertible debt. So when uh, John is the guy who found uh, and his brother knows how to run car dealerships, that's actually how we got the deal. And they wanted out. Uh, we only own half of it. We had to raise a half million dollars or the cost was half million. And then we're going to buy the other half as we move into 2022. Long story, we, you know, my client called me and said, well, how do we do it? And I said, I do convertible debt. So minimum 50,000. I said, ideally, we find five people with 100 grand. We pay them 10 percent on a conversion or we find, you know, some version of 50s and 100s. So 14 people came together and we did a convertible debt note. And um, so that means they're going to get, so for 100,000 in a year, they're going to get 110 if they want it back. Um, But if they want to convert, like once we move into full equity, then they can convert to an equity position. So they'll get their money back, um, but now they're converting. So they don't get both, they get one or the other. So I use a lot, like, I don't say, yeah, I just teach convertible debt. Like that's using other people's money in a very strategic way. Um, because, you know, a lot of people don't understand debt and equity. Like, you know, you can own something and have equity, but unless you act, that thing moves and runs, you got nothing. Debt actually is the highest posture. It's, it's, it's the highest security you could have. Um, like I do a lot of construction loans. We're building in Boise. We've got, I don't even know. I mean, oh, I do know, but I'm not going to publicly say we are building a lot because of Gavin Newsom. You know, people say, why is Boise thriving? People are sitting in literally RVs. They're sitting outside of RV parks on the road. There are so many houses uh, of people like, I mean, it's insane how fast people are moving out of California to get away from the the politics there. So we're, but we're, we do construction loans. So there's give me, you know, uh, $150,000, $200,000, I'll pay you 10% and you get the first position on that house. So you get the land on the house. And then it's secured. So that land's yours. So if we screw it up, guess what you get? You get the land, you can sell it to another builder and, you know, you'd make your money back that way. So I do very, I'd say at some level it sounds extreme, but it's pretty conservative, you know, at a lot of levels because I want, I want to end up owning it. I think a lot of people though, 
that don't know how to run a, a business or a project, it would be risky for them, right? Which is what I teach. Like, that's why you want to be in groups. Like, I never have one person or advise anybody. I mean, I'm not a financial planner, so I can't really advise. But, you know, if you're in a, you know, here's how I teach. I just teach through scenarios. Like, we'll use, like, the Ford dealership. It's done. We can talk about it. Um, just bought a huge, you know, complex, apartment complex in uh, Kansas. Again, convertible, convertible debt notes. So again, like people listening, you got to think, well, here's an example. Here's an easy example. Um, and I just had a big battle with one of my clients and it was because she wanted to bring this whole debt structure, you know, software, it's probably an MLM into our community. And I said, no, like, why would you pay off your house or even investment properties in this environment? The interest rate, if you can fix it for 30 years is like, it's not zero, but I mean, come on, you can get a 1.8, two you know, three, maybe four as an investment property, that's cheap money. Why would you ever pay that off if you can go over here somewhere else and put your money to work? So same like with the Ford dealership. John and I could have paid for it, but why? We helped 14 people. Um, they had money. They want to do the deal. I'd rather have partners. Um, nobody's, you know, heavily at risk. We're performing. We're going to make the thing, we make the dealership work. We'll make it more valuable. Um, so why put our money in when I can go make, you know, my money invested somewhere else to make more money. I love right? that. So it's a, it's, 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 it's a more sophisticated deal, but I'll tell you, once you get that, you know, I'd say the, the most millionaires are in a lot of debt. And you know, the way I teach it, Lauren, just in simple terms, if you want to be rich and debt free, uh, it's impossible. That'd be like saying you want to be fat and skinny. You can't, you got to pick a path. Right. You, you, you want to be rich. You will have probably good debt. You're going to have some leverage. You're going to have, you know, very smart, very smart stuff. And I have financial alternative financial advisors. You know, I'm just, yeah, I'm really the front, you know, in, you know, I'd say influencer and marketer. I'm the one leading the charge, you know, that wrote all this. But I have a massive team around me that supports our clients to help get stuff done right. I love your commitment to team because like you said, there's no such thing as a self-made millionaires and that you believe in the team millionaires. So what would you say to people who are looking to um, build their wealth team? I'm looking, I'm looking to build my wealth team. So share with, share what would be the steps for someone to do that? Hire me. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I have spent 20 years yep. uh, building this team. And how I, what you I mean, my insight to the team was the Rich Dad Advisory Team. I mean, even though I wasn't like officially declared like the Diane Kennedys and the Dolph DeRue's, right? I was the master distributor of that game. I was putting that game on the map. I was teaching people how to teach the game. I was teaching people how to license the game. I was doing all of that work. So, um, and then I started a private, you know, one-on-one you know, financial coaching, you know, giving people insights around the, and originally the cash flow game. And then I actually have a millionaire maker game. So I always say you should get monopoly cash flow and the millionaire maker, like in, in there's a trajectory because the millionaire maker is a bigger game. It's not just cash flow. It's entity structure. It's investing. It's team. It's really, really rich, really rich game. Um, well, but, I, uh, we need yeah, to get a couple games away. I love that. I need to get that game too. I love that. I love that. I will. Because it needs to be around kitchen tables. And I tell families, like as part of our Make Your Kid Millionaires, like once you master Monopoly, then you master cash flow, then you get to the Millionaire Maker game. I mean, and when you're really good at the Millionaire Maker game, I mean, here's here's your advanced concept. Get up and move one seat to the left or the right, whatever. Mm. Pick up somebody else's P&L and balance sheet. Make that person a millionaire. You got to pick up somebody else's deck. When you can pick up anybody's deck 
and know the strategies of becoming a millionaire, you got it. Now put it in your life. It's very real. I had to, you know. Uh, so <laughs> um, you said, you know, how do people get a team? Therein lies the challenge with the financial world is you have financial institutes who teach what Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey and Dave Bach teach, which is, you know, keep a job and stay broke and stay out of debt. So they're not teaching like the millionaire maker subtitle is act, think and make money the way the wealthy do. Like you said, how to use other people's money. How do you do that? They're not teaching that. My God, they're teaching you don't even be an, uh, an entrepreneur. It's too risky. I've literally seen them on their shows. Don't my God, being an entrepreneur is so risky. No, entrepreneur is the only way to like it's the highest degree of freedom you'll ever have. So um, how do you get a team? Well, first of all, I would say who is currently on your team. That's really where I start. And most people say, well, my CPA, and maybe they park their money with, you know, Schwab or Fidelity. And I, they, I say park and pray, and you just made them a lot of money. You haven't made yourself any money. They have fees and amazing, amazing amount of money they make you don't. So, you know, most people don't have a team. And then they might have an insurance person later, and they might get a trust later. But you know, those people aren't talking to each other. So over time, what I have, you know, surrounded myself, I went out and either found a team or the clients became the experts from CPAs to your banker, by the way, is a team. Your lawyer should be on the team. Your, you know, trust person. I mean, can you imagine all those people? Here's the ultimate meeting. All those people on a phone call on your behalf and guess, you know what? I'm there advocating you lead. So I really don't advise you. I advocate for you. I whisper in your ear and say, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? Uh, how much insurance should you have? I don't know. What do you think? So that you have some homework to go figure out. Um, what corporation should you have, right? What should you be doing with that? Especially with all this COVID, you have a lot more choices. Everybody's working at home. I, I love it. So I guess the bottom line is I've spent 20 years assembling a world-class team. So I don't want to be a little snarky and say hire me, but we do have a team. If you want to go out and do it on your own, um, inside all of my books, I actually give you interview questions on how to go hire them. The challenge for most people is they don't know enough about money to lead them. It's like, you know, I just had a massive, like, life-threatening accident January 3rd. And it's like, I'm not leading my medical team. So why the hell would you leave your financial team? You don't know how to do that either. Like, I, I lost my spleen in the accident. I got 10 broken ribs. I don't know how to fix, like, my blood because your spleen filters your blood. I have, I have to have help. I couldn't imagine, like, doing it on my own. Are you kidding? Like, I sure in the hell didn't save my life and have to give surgery to myself and give myself an anesthetic. So why are you doing that with money is how I kind of explain it to people. Why are you taking the risk doing a whole bunch of stuff you don't know with money either? Right. I, so true. And I love what you just said. You don't hear that the CPA is talking to the attorney. It's talking to the trust person. It's talking to the person that's doing the investment. And so you, oh, I love I love this. So question. I, I think I know the answer to this, but... <laughs> Can anybody become a millionaire? You just shared that your kids were mil your millionaire on paper by the time that they were 10 years old, right? So yes. I think you, the belief yes. is, yeah, you believe that everybody can and should be, right? <laughs> well, it's not a lot of money. When you really get down to it, it's not a lot of money, not the way people live. I mean, it's, it's not. It's $83,333,000 a month. So, you know, it's interesting when I talk to people who make millions, but they don't, they're not a millionaire. So there's a big distinction. Like I've been making millions since 98, 97, you know, I've, I've made, I mean, just, I've always made money, but I'll tell you, becoming a millionaire means assets minus liability is your net worth. That's the, like, we're not, you know, in the, I was talking to a CPA the other day. He's like, oh, I don't need your help. You know, I'm making 2.7. And I said, what'd you keep? And I said, he's like a couple hundred grand. I'm like, mm, interesting. 
um, we're not at the same level. I've made hundreds and hundreds of millions. And I don't say that to brag, but as a, you know, like, I really want to attract women to get with it, Lauren. There's so many women who are just like playing small. They have amazing skill sets. It's like, could you please join the millionaire ranks so we can like, you know, I have this funny thing I do when women, you know, want to be millionaires, but they want to do the girlfriend thing and they hand me their business card and say, we should have a glass of wine. Well, I can't drink anymore. Uh, it's like bleach to my, my, uh, so I don't drink anymore. Um, but I did. But I love when they hand me their business card and I hand it back to them and I'll say, uh, this is the wrong card. And they look at me confused and I said, I need your credit card. And then when I teach you to become a millionaire and you're rich, then we'll become girlfriends. Yeah. Because when I want to jump on a private plane, you'll want to jump in, you know, Southwest back of the bus or, you know, and that's not arrogant. It's just how people fly and value their time when they become wealthier. Um, it's different. And it's it's confidence. It's not arrogance. And there's a big walk between them. And it's heartbreaking how many how many people have this, um, I call it an incongruent conversation. They say they want to help people and their business isn't even doing 100 grand. Well, that means you're not helping very many people because you can't even get past six figures. Yeah. Like, if you want to help people, move. Like, help people. Grow a company. Like, serve lives. Yeah. And um, you kind of get the, the, the theme oh. of what I teach. I mean, I I'm having fun. I've gotten three pages of notes here with regards to, I mean, you know, you want to help people move. I love that with regards, you know, I mean, you, you got to get off. I say, you know, you got to get off your butt and go do something. Right. But, um, yep. and it's, and it's first thing is breaking through all those BS beliefs that you have. So what are some of the strategies for people to pivot during these times? Um, I think that, you know, you, you, you hit on it a little bit that being a, you know, employee is never going to get you rich. Um, with regards to it, I, I used to call myself a millionaire mama. Now I've decided to call myself a billionaire babe. So that's what my new, um, my new identity that I've given for myself. I'm like, why not? And I, but I, what I love and respect the most about you is your certainty, right? And the certainty that you just, that oozes out of you because it's like, you guys, it's not like I, I'm just trying to tell you, this is what you need to do, right? So what would you, what would be some of the strategies or beliefs that people need to have during, to pivot right now? I make money. It is like the highest, uh, oh my God, like become an entrepreneur. Um, I was on a show the other day, I just have to share with you because it just tells you kind of even more rigorously, not confident, but certain is uh, I was on this franchise show, love the guy, love the podcast. And he, you know, we had some different people like, you know, asking questions about, well, what do I do to keep my freedom? And I said, what do you mean keep your freedom? And he said, well, when unemployment runs out, I'm going to have to go back and get a job. I said, that's not free. That's lazy. Let's yep. be really clear. There's no freedom in unemployment. Like, oh, my God, people get it straight. So, um, sorry, go back. What was your question about um, what? Oh, COVID. So what do you do during COVID? Got to make money. So yep. if you're laid off, perfect. Love it. I love that you laid out. Now you should be motivated, not because the employment is like double and ridiculous and stupid, um, because now you have the freedom to go move, become an entrepreneur. Um, so inside, you know, my my uh, gift basket that I'm going to give everybody, I have what's called put more cash in your pocket. And it teaches families how to make an extra 500 to 1000 bucks. It's the simple book, right? It's every family can do it. Which, by the way, if they would have made, uh, the reason this book was written, it was written in 2009, I did it with HarperCollins, um, is we were in the heat of, right, a big meltdown. Everybody's going to foreclosure. And when you really looked at the numbers, if each family would have made $742, Lauren, that's it, $742 in 2009, they wouldn't have lost their house. Wow. Because people aren't learning. The association to money is with a job. 
It's all I got to get is I need more money. I need a second job. I need more money. I need a third job. No, you need an entrepreneurial venture. So right. put more cash in your pocket is what can you do? Like I have people that have like online eBay stores now. Mm-hmm. I had a guy, I hired a guy because we moved off. I had a huge conference center at Lake Tahoe and I sold it. Thank God before like before COVID. Yeah. But anyway, I had you can imagine twelve thousand square feet of conference you know facilities from desk chairs, conference you name it, catering like every I just had to go. So I heard a guy. I mean that kept him busy for a long, long time. Um, think about like if you're a teacher and you're sitting at home, um, you have plenty of time. Go be a tutor and make it. Admit. The difference is. You can't be a sol- you cannot be a solopreneur, not in this environment. You have to be a corporation. And we can set those up for you. We can set up your Nevada company. By the way, we do a lot of Nevada. We do Wyoming. We do all over. Well, and I have companies all over the world now. I'm married to a Canadian. I got remarried five years ago. Um, amazing, man. So we have Canadian companies. Like, all that works. So the first thing you got to do is keep making money or figure out how to make money. Um, Ask you a question. So... Think. Yeah, and so make money, and then do not pay down debt. I just want to say, so, so, so a lot of people are making this mistake with these these uh, stimulus checks, the twelve hundred, fourteen hundred, with the five hundred that came before, whatever, and they're paying down debt, or they're buying a big screen TV or vehicle. Don't buy shit. Like, and I'm just saying it that hard. Don't buy anything. Right. You need to invest every dime of that into your new company. You need a database. You need a website. Why? That's your new brochure. That's your business card. Um, you, and if you don't know how to do it, you're going to hire it. Use that money to get your, like I call it your 21st century lemonade stand. So, you know, if you're a teacher, be a tutor. If you're an engineer, do some engineering consultant. If you are, I mean, look at, I mean, I helped so many people that was obvious go from gyms and chiropractic to online. Yeah. Now Cairo was a little different cause you actually got to adjust, but, um, they had tons of other products. I had a Cairo become a millionaire in COVID, Wow. Um, and I mean, she did better because she started selling supplements and doing verbal consults like, you know, telephonic, like Zoom consults. So um, just you got to make money. Number one, do not pay down your debt. Do not blow any extra money on debt or other stuff you don't need. And then start getting excited. Here's the biggest thing to do. Start driving around just like like homework. Look at these companies. Look what's falling down. And here's the script I give people, Lauren. Walk into the auto body store or like your coffee shop, you know, your local, like whatever, you know, is going on in your community and ask them, um, you know, how are you doing financially? And you can say now legally because you've met me um, that, uh, you know, I'm part of a team uh, or I know a team who could actually help you financially. Since you don't know what to do, be quiet. Just check and see if they need some financial help. What a time to shark. Anybody in the world right now can shark. It's a worldwide phenomenon. you got to find the deal, right? We'll bring it to our team. We'll assess whether it's worthy of, you know, any more funding. And if it can actually, you know, you know, create some cash flow or adjusted cash flow is what I call it. I hate the word pivot. I don't use it. Um, so what can you do to bring a business? Like that's how the guy brought the Ford dealership. Um, I mean, the black hole wasn't part of COVID, but I got that that way. I have a restaurant because it went down and they needed like you know, 40 grand. And I said, oh, I'll take that. Plus it's a pizzeria. It was super fun. Um, so I buy stuff and flip it. I get in and I get out. I um, help people fix it. I fixed a hair salon, made a couple, you know, made some yep. money. So it's make it, keep it, and look for opportunities. Do not have an excuse. Like I told, you know, I tell my clients, 
when we walk through this and we're out the other side, do not whine and be a victim that the greatest transfer of wealth happened and you sat on employment or yeah. you sat and did nothing while you're in COVID coma, I call it. That's your choice to do nothing. Like right now, you should be learning. You should be reading every one of my books. Yep. Um, and I don't say read books just because I need you to, but I can tell you there's a lot of good content in there. <laughs> How about you just said, though, make it, keep it, look for opportunities and that, you know, don't get stuck in the COVID coma. And that's what it feels like, I think, a lot, like waiting for it to end instead of waiting for you to be more and you to be more aware of what's happening around you. I could freaking talk to you for hours. I love this. Um, couple of things. How can people find more about you? How can they find out more about you and all that you're doing? Because I am definitely getting started and working with you. So what is, I know, um, I know it is happening. Our, we were my husband. I'm pretty proud of what my, my husband and I, when the, this whole thing happened, I'm like, I got to get out of town for a little bit. We went to Utah and we ended up, uh, you know, buying a hundred acres um, in Utah. Pretty proud of us for wow. doing that and looking for the opportunities that we're going to be able to do there. Right. But it was like you said, it could have been just as easy to get stuck in the coma and whine and, you know, whine and complain instead of uh, looking for opportunities. So I'm starting a couple new businesses, like you just said. And um, instead of getting nervous about it, embracing those opportunities. Right. Um, well, and the difference to the difference to Lauren is when you have a team, I mean, think about what I've just explained. Like you get to call me, you get to call you. I mean, obviously you and I will have our other cell phones, but like from a money perspective and say, you know, just like that hundred acres, I can tell you, like I'm developing in Boise with one of the larger developers. I have, I have nine clients right at the top of my head that are developing around the country. They would take that land. They would do something with it. I bought land in Hawthorne, California, or Hawthorne, Nevada. I followed it. I got four marijuana licenses. And I believe, pray to God, next week my partner will come through and we'll be breaking ground. So that's, but think about like the access of being able to call, you know, somebody in that space. Yeah. Like we got so many thousands of people that are experts and multimillionaires that can look at your project and say, absolutely. So if it's not me, I'm just going to send you to somebody else. But can you imagine that, like, the certainty of a community around you so you're not out there, like, by yourself? It'd be like, I love my new health metaphor. Like, I'm not figuring out my spleen health or lack of spleen health by myself. I'm, I'm using experts, man. I'm not figuring that out alone. And I'm sure in the hell not using this. I call the Internet the bathroom wall. People write anything they want, and it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, so who knows what's the truth? It's not a place to look. It's interesting, but not helpful. So how do they get a hold of me? Yes. Um, I'm going to give them a whole bunch of goodies. It's called Just Met Laurel, because we all just met. So it's J-U-S-T-M-E-T-L-O-R-A-L. So just substitute an A and the L for the E and the N, and we have the same name. Uh, forward slash Lauren, L-A-H-A-V. No, it, Lauren. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, so uh, it's L-O. Well, can I just break really quick? Yeah. So you're going to edit. Why don't we just do Lauren and get rid of the back part of this? It's just Lauren. Perfect. Is that easier for yeah. the link? Sure. It's just easier to, to, to have forward slash Lauren. I'll have Thomas fix that link because that's harder to say and I don't want anybody to screw it up. Sure. Let me. Is that okay? Yeah. Let me just tell them where to edit this. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, justmetlaurel.com forward slash Lauren. You're going to get my Millionaire Maker book. You're going to get what I call my financial infrastructure. To, to thoroughly answer your question about what to do in COVID, I designed that video uh, just for that. It's four hours, by the way. But it tells you everything from debt to mortgage to credit. How do you get through it? Some people have totally screwed up their financial situation. 
because they were not advised what to do with your mortgage. You killed yourself if you did not pay your mortgage, by the way. Bad yep. information from TV. Yep. You're getting put more cash in your pocket. You're getting that whole family and kids program. You're getting a money rule session. You're getting a high ticket sales strategy session with me. You're getting a software that you have to you have to implement immediately. It's free. Free. What it does is it takes you out of the market. It shorts you out of the market. It's an algorithm. So when the market crashed a year ago, I lost 2.8, right? Anybody who had our software, which I require my clients to get, because unless you are a darn good trader, you don't get out in time. You get emotional. And this software is designed by two clients of mine, one who ran $600 billion for the Deutsche Bank. He's kind of a genius. He was a PhD in math from Harvard at 18 or something like that crazy. Might be off on the numbers, but Kelly's amazing. So they designed this software. It's what, the, it's what all the big firms use. Um, so they don't let you get out, but they get out. They take the, the gain and you get the loss. So this is a protective software, I call it, from the stock market. And then, um, oh, wow, Thomas put on there. We're going to give you a workshop ticket to my marketplace. Oh, That's wow. like huge value. Like people pay, and if you go, you better show up. It's two days with me teaching you how to make money. There's a marketplace, and you do make money. People make thousands of dollars. If you're, you got to take it seriously. you got to show up for the whole two days. Wow, that's, so a, that's a lot. Oh a my. lot of stuff. I feel like we freaking just won, for sure. The lottery. Well, yeah, the lottery from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Vegas. Well, this has been amazing. I do ask everybody one final question. So here's what it is. What do you do to stay true to yourself? Uh, well, a lot of my true to myself is my family. Um, I got, you know, an amazing Canadian husband. My son's 21. My daughter's 14. So my family is my life. Um, I mean, we're very, very close. So that and then my health and my spirituality. You know, I write about it in my Yes Energy book, how I get up and start my day. Because, you know, your brain kind of turns on while you're still laying in bed. You know, instead of, you know, going into anxiety or worry, which I think a lot of people do, really get into how you're going to direct and intentionally design your day. So whatever your spiritual, you know, work is, uh, your health, work, and family. So I put those three as high priorities in my life. Well, girl, you rock. I am so excited to share you with all of these amazing people around the world because we do have listeners from around the world. I'm beyond grateful. I tuned into that clubhouse and, um, and contacted you. I reached out, right? But thank you for reaching awesome. my call and to, and to your awesome team that you have. And I am really looking forward to making lots and lots and lots of money with you and helping to make even more people millionaires and let them help them really understand that anybody can and everybody should because money just Absolutely. what you already are, right? So. Well, and yeah, and, and not only just you and your husband, but your kids. I love working with young teens. Like when in my book, I write about like when you're when your kids turn 18, they get an LLC. That's how serious like let's get them moving like they're going to be millionaire kids. They're going to be they're going to take your wealth anyway. So let's set them up from the beginning, not cluelessly until the day you walk off the planet and you hand them a bunch of, you know, and they're incompetent to handle what you've built. So build it together as a family. The other thing I just want to say, though, really quick, is uh, because you are international, I am international. I've had seven corporations and trusts in Australia. I mean, I have literally parked. I don't just travel internationally. Um, I know how to coach people damn near in every country. I've been everywhere but Antarctica. So I say that just because people could hear this from, you know, Dubai or England or wherever they're listening from and say, well, that's American. No, it's not. Yep. Uh, all these principles yep. I teach are worldwide. Well, I've got lots of people around the world. So I know that, that you got some in Greece and Australia and Italy and Poland. So I know that you're going to have lots of people that are going to tune in. I really appreciate your generosity 
I am truly looking forward to working with you more and uh, seeing how we can change the world together. Absolutely. I appreciate you, young lady. Thank you. Too. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Bye. How awesome was today? Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends to join as well. I'm here for you with fabulous content, great guests, and lots of giveaways. To learn more of how I have taken what I've learned, applied it to my life, helped others find their true voice, text TRUE to 26786, which will give you my top tune-ups and a complimentary 15-minute discovery call with one of our coaches. And remember, keep in touch with me on Instagram at I am Lauren Lahav, Facebook, Lauren Lahav Official, Clubhouse, Lauren Lahav. Make sure you text TRUE, T-R-U-E, to 26786. Text TRUE, T-R-U-E, to 26786. And remember to always stay true to the amazing person you are.